teach me, Lord, to praise you, Teach me, Lord, to praise Praise you, Lord, is a Catholic Christian praise and worship radio ministry. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Zagaria. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. He is loving, he is merciful, and he is awesome. Welcome to Praise You, Lord, episode number 122. So grateful to be here with you. Yes. I'm Jeffrey Zagaria, and uh, we have Jackson Messick again, thank God, with me today. Jackson, how are you doing? Hey, Jeff, I'm good. Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Thank you for being here. And uh, Michael Lopez, the um, all-star intern, soon to be DJ. <laughs> DJ in training. Extraordinary. Um, and he's just extraordinary. I, I'm he just really so is. I'm really grateful to have you, man. I'm not joking. Thanks for being here. You're doing such a great job, Mike. <laughs> and we're really, really happy to have you listening in wherever you're listening from on any of the 20 stations that we're on. Uh, Catholic Radio Network, 98.3 FM, mm-hmm. uh, the Catholic Voice of the Palm Beaches, and 100.1 Prince of Peace Catholic Radio. We're wishing you a happy, I guess, a blessed, a, uh, a remembrance of Our Lady of Fatima, mm. because we are broadcasting over the weekend of October 12th and 13th, 2019. This would be, I believe, the 102nd anniversary of Our Lady of Fatima which happened in 1917. And if you would like to listen to our broadcast about Fatima, we have several of them, so I don't feel particularly led to uh, dwell or uh, speak a lot about Fatima, but I'd like to point you to our podcast. And uh, Michael, uh, do you have a list here of some of our... Okay, so the 100th anniversary of Our Lady of Fatima was episode, praise you, Lord, episode number one, uh, number 45. You can mm-hmm. get that on the podcast. Uh, there was a Mother's Day, Our Lady of Fatima, um, uh, number 108. So that would be Praise You, Lord, number 108. That was for Mother's Day, and we spoke about Our Lady of Fatima. Then um, we're getting a lot of great feedback um, where people felt very blessed by this episode number 117. That was Medjugorje, Fatima, in Fear. And then there was that was episode number 117. And then episode 119 was Medjugorje, Fatima, and Fear Part 2 with Father Richard Champney O'Carm. And that was number 119. So hoping you all a bless Our Lady of Fatima Day. Um, the 100th anniversary uh, show was right after I think I had just gotten back from Fatima, Portugal, and I was so blessed. It was just amazing, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember talking about that. Oh, my goodness. I still, when I, I was praying the rosary, I, I prayed... Uh, three rosaries and did the prayer drive this morning and uh, was just super blessed um, um, you know in praying that rosary and remembering I was just kind of brought back to Fatima I, I, I just was remembering Fatima um, and the blessing and the peace that I had and the feeling I had of the Blessed Mother with me and, and, and she's still here yeah. of course but there's something very anointed something very special about that little village in Portugal where where Our Lady appeared about 102 years ago, I guess to be exact, yeah. and uh, um, and changed our world forever. 
the miracle of the sun over i, I believe eighty thousand people saw this the sun it was it had been raining like crazy everything was drenched and then the sun appeared well first of all there was a there was a prediction by the children that our lady said that there would be a, a sign that and this sign would be proof that she really was coming there and they predict they she said it would happen on the 13th of october and and uh and sure enough the kids uh went to this place and 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 uh that she was planning to appear and thousands and thousands of other people including secular communists and so on people that wanted to disprove the children mm -hmm. and they all saw it and even the secular newspapers printed it that it looked like the sun was falling from the sky Wow. But here's the thing. We could think that that was some kind of an optical illusion, but the thing that was not an illusion was that the whole land was drenched. Everyone was drenched, and they, after that event, ev everything in the land and all their clothes were completely dry. Incredible. And there were healings that happened at that time. So, you know, if you haven't heard of Fatima, you could just look it up and, and, and check, you know, and do your own research. There was another broadcast. I'm, uh, that was number four. 59 almost home from fatima portugal thank you michael for telling me about that so i guess we have been talking a lot about fatima on the show and, <laughs> and this particular 102nd um anniversary we feel led to talk about what did jesus say yes part two uh last week we started with what did jesus say part one and so <laughs> Our program is today on this anniversary of Our Lady of Fatima is to, um, to contemplate and to read and to, to discuss and, and to meditate on what Jesus said. And we do something that we call here at Praise You Lord Bible Roulette. <laughs> and we ask the Holy Spirit to help us and uh, just open the Bible. And we did that. I said, yep. Jackson, I said... <laughs> Open the Bible and give it to me, somewhere in the Gospels. And uh, sure enough, this is where it was. So, yep. where where do we find where do we land today to start off in our Bible roulette, Jackson Messick? Yeah, <laughs> we're looking at John fifteen, and we're going to start with verse one. Verse okay, so John fifteen, verse one through what is what we yeah, what sure. we felt led to do? Yeah, verse one through seventeen. Okay, great. Thank you. And so this is kind of a long scripture, so put your Holy Spirit seatbelt on, <laughs> and uh, let's just ask the Lord to inspire us with his word and the actual words of Jesus Christ, the, the King of kings, Lord of lords. And uh, yes, please read that. So we're again, we're in John, again, 15? Yes, John one. 15, verse 1 okay. through 17. I am the true vine, and my father the vine grower he removes every branch in me that bears no fruit every branch that does bear fruit he prunes to make it bear more fruit you have already been cleansed by the words that i have spoken to you abide in me as i abide in you just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. <laughs> 
if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask of him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. That's a hard, uh, that's a that's a difficult scripture to comment on because there's so much involved there. Yep. Let's back up, um, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. Can you read a, the first two two uh, sightings of that first yeah. two um, verses? verses yeah, sure. Please. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch that bears fruit. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. Let's, 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 okay, that, that's, that's, a, that's a lot to think about. It is. So, let's, so he says that, let me just make sure I got this straight. He is the vine. Is that what he said? Yes. And we are the branches. Yes. Okay. So let's, let's think about what he's saying. So when a branch is off of a vine, what, what happens to that branch? When a when a branch is off of a vine, when it's cut off of what when a branch is not connected to the vine, what happens to that branch? It bears no fruit. It dies. And dies. <laughs> this is not a trick question, man. I'm not trying to trick you. This is this is what Jesus said. He said yep. he's the vine. Yep. So what that means to me is if I'm not connected to that vine, I'm dying or I'm dead. I'm on my way to death. Yep. Obviously, a dead branch is not going to bear fruit. Now, I have observed plants. Have you ever looked at a plant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you said yes. Because if you said no, I might have to get another co-host. Like, man, my co-host hasn't even looked at a plant yet. <laughs> All right. So, we both looked at plants. Yes. Yes. <laughs> This is a good start. But all kidding aside, looking at a plant, what is Jesus saying? Because mm. he's saying something. He's saying he's trying to get our attention. He's saying that he is the vine and we are the branches. Let's think mm -hmm. of a tree or a, a tomato plant or a grapevine. Maybe let's say a grapevine, right? Mm -hmm. Or a, any kind of plant, right? 
so if 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 the branch is partially on the tree like let's say it's you ever see a tree where we're like the branch like it's like half on and half off yeah sure it's like dead it dies right it's yep. not half on is not good enough mm. that's what i've observed you know about plants and then uh and then of course it's not going to bear good fruit if it's dying or, or or dead yep and that's um that's and so he's saying let's so let's read what point. he said again sure i am the true vine and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. Man, that is heavy. So the father removes the branches that are not bearing fruit. Yes. Now, what the heck does that mean? Does that mean mm-hmm. that, I mean, what does that exactly mean? That's almost scary to take it to the literal sense mm-hmm. where it's like well, what does that mean you know because i grew up on uh my, my my grandparents kind of homesteaded they my uh my father's parents moved from italy and met here in the, this country the united states and um they kind of lived off the land you know they had like a about an acre of land just outside of boston um about 100 years ago you know back when fatima happened mm-hmm. right and uh, not, not a little, maybe a little more than a hundred years ago, just a tiny bit more. And uh, and so I grew up with my grandmother taking care of me, and I, we used to prune the different plants so that they would bear more fruit. We had mm-hmm. fruit trees, we had uh, we had grape vine, we had grapes, grape vines. They used to have goats and, and chickens. I, I wasn't I wasn't alive at that time, and, and hare, you know, rabbits. Um, and they used to eat off the land and it was just uh it was a it was kind of a way of you know because they could that was just a way to it was survival really mm-hmm. and they ate very well by the way i ate very well as a kid because of this and uh and so i was in the garden with my with my grandmother a lot and we would trim the you know we'd weed the garden but would also prune the garden and then we'd put it into a place and burn it yep you know the 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 old branches would just burn you know so I don't know exactly what Jesus is saying. I mean, this could be, we could be taken very harshly. The good news is when we read the whole scripture, we know mm-hmm. that Jesus desires, you know, and God desires mercy, not sacrifice. He's a merciful God. Yes. And that um, maybe we haven't been bearing fruit, but he, we can turn to him. We know this because it's in, in others, you know, in other scriptures, it's very clear. We yeah. can we can turn to him and repent, and our sin can be, uh, which is bad fruit, by the way. It's like really bad fruit. Um, and Paul reminds us back in, in the scripture that we reap what we sow, mm-hmm. meaning what we plant, what kind of seeds we plant. If we plant seeds of sin, we're going to reap curses and, and death. Yep. Right? If, but if we sow love, if we sow obedience to God, which is really love of the Father, yep. uh, we're going we're gonna to reap blessings and life amen amen and we know that from the scripture we also know that that although we uh although we have fallen short and we although we sin that we can always repent no matter how far we've fallen we can always repent that's that's not written i don't believe in that scripture but when we read this it's very serious it's saying that the father is the is the is the vine grower is that yes what's written yep and jesus is the vine 
and we are the branches, right? So we can do nothing without the Father and Jesus. It's very clear, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that clear? Yes. By by that uh, uh, that that explanation, that um, parable that Jesus is using. Is it it, is. Did, does he actually say that in that yeah, scripture? Yeah, in this, in this you, particular verse. Yeah, sure. Yeah, please read that. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart, right, right, there it is. Right, yep. See what I mean? There's a lot there. This is what, two sentences? Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus is saying to us, now I don't know about, I don't know about you, uh, praise you Lord listener, but I have come to learn that Jesus is the one that I should be listening to. And you know, if the pastor is not lining up with Jesus, I need to know that, you know? I need to know that. I need to know if the pastor is not lining up with Jesus' mm-hmm. words. So I want to know what's what Jesus is saying. Yes. Amen. Or what my friends are, or what I'm thinking for that matter. I want to know what if my thinking is lining up with Jesus. Yeah, definitely. Right? And this is the benefit of the of the Gospels. And it's such a great benefit. We can mm-hmm. read exactly what Jesus said. And I've come to learn and know that Jesus is the... Uh, he is the authority on life and mary at fatima and mary at Megagoria, and mary and mary at the other visions that that uh that that are legitimate the, the true god sent mary we believe to um confirm not to remind us of this at fatima she reminds us to get right with god and to listen to her son this is what's happening at Megagoria. And all the the uh, the visions of Mary, the apparitions of Mary that the Catholic Church confirms and we believe in, do the same thing. So, because of this, it is our Lady Fatima weekend, so to speak. We're going to listen to what Jesus said today. Yep. And we're gonna we're gonna think about it, you know. And 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 that's that's awesome, man. We can do nothing without Jesus, and we can do nothing without the Father. Amen. Yep. Amen. Man, that is awesome. It is. That is awesome. Any thoughts, uh, Jackson? Yeah. Um, you know, in verse twelve here, it reminds us this: "This is my commandment, that you love one another, as I have loved you." And that really gets it. It, it really gets at the root of what he's talking about here. You know, um, and earlier he said, "You have you have already you have already been cleansed." by the words that I've spoken to you. Mm. Um, Furthermore, in verse verse 14 here, you know, you are my friends if you do what I command you. (laughs) You are my friends if you do what I command you. Yeah, people say, uh, yeah, Jesus is my friend, right? Mm. But I guess what what we should ask ourselves is, does Jesus say that we are his friend? Yes. (laughs) 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 That's really what counts, right? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so, and, and so, according to the scripture of what Jesus said, Jesus said what again about his friends? Sure, he would call his friends what? Yeah, you you are my friends if you do what I command you. Okay, so if we do what Jesus commands, then we are his friends. Yes, it's conditional, right? Yes, and but, the commandment is this. He says in verse twelve, right? This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. 
Amen. And and that's that's and so now we need to know how did Jesus love us? And some mm. people don't know that. People there are people point, that Jeff. are probably just passing through the radio dial right now. They don't they don't even know what they're listening to. And you're listening to Praise You Lord episode number 122. What did Jesus say? Part two. And uh, um, you know. I'm sure there are people out there that don't know that Jesus loves them, yes. that even that Jesus loves them at all. Yes. So how would they know how to love one another like Jesus did? They don't know that they're loved by Jesus. So mm. first of all, you know, I'm here to proclaim that Jesus loves you. Yes. Whoever you are, Jesus loves you. He died for you. He may not know it, but he loves you. And he is like no other. Jesus is like no other. And you may not know about Jesus. You may have gone to church as a kid. Maybe you haven't. But, you know, Jesus is not organized religion. Jesus is a person. And he's God. He's both. And he um, and he came and he said some things. And it would be... it. It has been a blessing for me, and I know Jackson, and, and I, I know Michael here, to listen to what Jesus said. I've only been blessed by listening to what Jesus said and trying to apply what Jesus said in my life. Mm -hmm. Because it works. Yes. You might say, well, how does it work? I say, it doesn't matter how it works. I don't know why my toothpaste works, I just, but it works. Like I don't know the chemicals inside of the toothpaste I use. But I buy it, it says toothpaste, I have faith that it's really going to help my teeth. And it, and it has helped my teeth. You see the fruits of it. I see the fruits of it. That's yep. right, man. Yep. Thank you. I see the fruits of Jesus in my life. Yep. And I see the and I see the fruits of Jesus in your life, Jackson. Yeah. Amen. And I see the fruits of Jesus in in, in Michael's life. Yep. Our intern. So that is awesome, man. Awesome. Well, you know what? It, it in all um, seriousness, we have to become like children to enter the kingdom of heaven. That's another thing Jesus said. We have a song that we produced here, right in this very studio. By Daniel Rankin in Spirit and Truth, and we uh, we have the masters right here in the studio. This is "There's Jesus Everywhere" by Spirit and Truth. Jesus said, "Unless you become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven." There's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere I think I saw an angel with flowers in her hair There's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere I'll shout it from the rooftops, there's Jesus everywhere I went down to the ocean and looked into the sea I saw a hundred fishes, they're looking right at me There's yellow ones and black ones, brown and white and red And then all all of a sudden, they turned to me and said, There's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere. I think I saw an angel with flowers in her hair. There's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere. I'll shout it from the rooftops, there's Jesus everywhere. 
Went out to the forest and looked into the trees. I saw a hundred birdies, they're looking right at me. There's yellow ones and black ones, there's brown and white and red. Then all of a sudden they turned to me and said, they said, there's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere. I think I saw an angel with flowers in her hair. There's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere. I'll shout it from the rooftops, there's Jesus everywhere. I went down to the park and I saw some families. I saw a hundred children, they're looking right at me. There's yellow ones and black ones, there's brown and white and red. And then all of a sudden, one turned to me and said, she said, there's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere. I think I saw an angel with flowers in her hair. There's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere. I'll shout it from the rooftops, there's Jesus everywhere. There's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere. I think I saw an angel with flowers in her hair. There's Jesus everywhere, there's Jesus everywhere. I'll shout it from the rooftops, there's Jesus everywhere. There is Jesus everywhere. There is Jesus. <laughs> there really is. There is. He is. And uh, today we're, we're speaking about what did Jesus say, part yes. two. Welcome to Praise You, Lord, episode number 122, episode 122. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at our new email address, contact at pylpodcast.com. Contact at pylpodcast.com. And yes, you might think from that, email address there may be a podcast well yes indeed there is you can listen to us at any time 122 episodes uh and counting and you can go to podbean you can go to spotify google play or itunes and check out our podcast at any time and reach out to us and just let us know uh that you're out there if you like bless us with some words and and complaints if you feel like you are upset <laughs> for any reason at us go ahead use that email address and enjoy yourselves so <laughs> that's for you it's for you at events okay all right so um uh, we love you. Uh, we love yes. our praise you, Lord listeners. We thank you, and you are the fuel, uh, the fuel of this operation. It's it's not financial because uh, we we do not ask for donations and we do not sell anything on this broadcast. This is completely voluntary, and uh, we thank God that God has provided us time and uh, talent and and a studio to do this in and a platform all the different radio stations and if you do want to donate please donate to the radio stations that are bringing this broadcast to you if you would like if you're listening on a podcast you know and you feel like giving i don't know just pray to the lord and ask where to give but you know what we need we need your prayer we need your prayer so please remember us in your prayers thank you so much and thank you especially to those who have been doing that well we are doing on this our lady of fatima weekend 
October 12th and 13th of 2019, we're doing What Did Jesus Say? Part 2. Jackson Messick has a Russian, excuse me, I said Russian. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, a Bible roulette. And we don't want to do any <laughs> Russian roulette here. Uh, slip of the tongue. Michael, uh, I just felt led to give it to Michael. Michael, open this uh, page up, and here is the scripture when we did Bible roulette and uh, asked the Holy Spirit to guide us on what to read of what Jesus said. Of course, what Jesus said is in the Gospels. For, for those who do not know, you can read it anytime you like. They are online for free. Just look up Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John in the Bible, and you can read what Jesus said and also what he did. That's where that is all recorded. So we're reading from what, Jackson, where are we now? Sure. Uh, this is Luke 24, uh, verse 36 through 53. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy, they were still disbelieving and wondering. He said to them, have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what my Father promised, to stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, blessing God. It's a pretty profound scripture. It so is. so just, just so as a timeline for those who do not know, um, mm -hmm. this is a scripture that, that uh, of what Jesus said after he was crucified, died, and was buried. Yes. Right? And after Jesus was crucified, which was the death penalty of the Roman law, very, very um, gruesome, violent, torturous death, uh, he then was placed in a tomb and according to the testimony of many witnesses, he rose from the dead on the third day, which was, as he said, written in the scriptures before it ever happened, that the Messiah must, this must happen to fulfill what the Messiah was prophesied to 
you know, this is this was already prophesied. This is what was the Messiah was going to do. Yes. He died and he rose and then he he appeared to these folks here, these apostles, um, and ate, actually ate with them. Yes. I always think, I mean, just as an aside, okay? I mean, this is I mean, this sounds kind of crazy, but I don't think it is crazy. I think there's something to this. I always notice what Jesus ate. Yeah. You know, now, there are so people I. around me that are like, you shouldn't eat, you shouldn't eat uh, animals. But, you know, Jesus ate animals. <laughs> yeah. I figure if Jesus ate animals, I'm okay. You know, he ate fish. He is the Lamb of God. You know, in the Jewish religion, they they, they at Passover they eat a they eat a lamb, right? And Jesus was a Jewish man, of course. Naturally, Mary was as well. And when they did their Passover, of course, they ate lamb. We know this; it's a fact. So that's a very much of an aside. But in our day, in 2019, I I I I have nice people, very nice people, you know. And, and it's like, oh, I'm vegan. I'm this, and there's nothing wrong with that. I I think you should eat whatever you want. So just you know, but from from looking at things and trying to live a moral life, you know, I figure if Jesus is you know ate 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 uh, ate animals, this he probably knows what to what to, he knew what to eat. You yeah, know, and there was no true. there was there was no um there was no uh the you know, and I think that that's that's important. I I, I do think that's important. I do think that's important. Not not super important, but I think it's important because there are people I believe that are in, that are. Um, I don't know. I've just been in situations where people bring these things up, you know. So so at any rate, long story short, that's a very that's a little aside there. But let's going back to the meat of the scripture, not fit, not literally. Yeah, pun intended. <laughs> no pun. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, Jesus is saying a lot here. He, first of mm -hmm. all, he appears to the apostles, right? He appears to the apostles, and he's not only, I mean, they know it's not just an apparition because he eats fish, and they see the, see the fish disappear. Yeah. It wasn't like a ghost. People say, well, that was Jesus' ghost. No, this was not. Ghosts don't eat fish. No. I've, have you ever heard of a ghost eating a fish? <laughs> I don't even think Casper the Friendly Ghost ate fish <laughs> on the cartoon. Okay. So this is this was Jesus resurrected, and uh, I don't understand it. You know, I just know that he 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 came back and uh, and he taught again before he rose. And and this this I think the the church calls the ascension. Is that is that accurate? Yeah. Yes. At the end. Yep. Yeah. Because he ascends into heaven, right. they, he he rises up in the clouds. Yep. What do you what did you glean from that, Jackson? Yeah. Um, well, and and just to. Uh, go off of what what jeff was just saying uh in verse 39 you know he says look at look at my hands and feet and see that it is i myself touch me and see for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that i have and then he proceeds to eat right um flesh and bones right so jesus jesus appeared to them with flesh and bones and a stomach and a stomach and a jaw yep. and teeth. <laughs> Right? Yep. And an esophagus. I mean, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly right. I mean, that's that's what I glean from it. And this, and, you know, and this is it's this is important too, Jeff, when it comes to our idea of of ourselves and how our bodies will be resurrected. This is a big part of actually where the church gets gets uh, our our teachings from, as far as um, just how we believe that heaven will be experienced, right? That that our when our Lord came back. 
with his flesh and his and his bones in this very in this very tangible way. Um, and this is and uh, this is part of where we have such a reverence for the body, right? And 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 um, right, right. And that's that profound an connection, point. right, between between this our 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 souls and our body. This kind of one, this very united, uh, this very united person. Um, that the, you know, and that and that's a lot of where our, our theology and reverence for the body comes from. You're bringing up a very interesting point because um, someone very close to me, I recommended they they look into theology of the body, yeah, which is uh, is something that Pope John Paul II, now a saint, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Saint Pope John Paul II uh, wrote about, and now there's is it a retreat or a seminar? What would it, they have these? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. And um, you've, been, you've been at. I have never gone, but um, yeah, yeah. There, there's yeah, there's quite a few people who've elaborated on on the teachings. Um, one of the most popular speakers is is Christopher West, who was actually just here um, last week. A couple of friends of mine went down there to to hear him um, teach on this. Um, incredible, incredible stuff. Um, and then one of my professors um, at Ave Maria University, uh, Dr. Michael Volstein. Um, has done incredible amounts of uh, more on, on the as far as scholarly material has done incredible works really analyzing the stuff that um, and kind of hashing out the stuff that uh, St. John Paul the Great um, had written when he was with us um, on this idea on the theology of the body and what um, is what is in a nutshell what, what could you I mean I know it's a very big volume I, I, I understand that I haven't yeah, read yeah. it but what what is the what is what is the theology of the body in general Yeah that's a great point first of all it was actually Jeff's Jeff's right so it was it was a bunch of um Wednesday audiences okay. that were compiled in um, Rome he had in Rome he had Wednesday audiences and, and he it's yeah. what he what he preached I guess You got it and so it's been kind of formally put together right ah, okay. um and actually um translated in into um english most of the copies we have were actually translated by michael volstein oh, um, into okay. english um but yeah it was basically a, a series of wednesday audience he had he had given and elaborated on um he had also written um there's a text uh, love and responsibility um that's kind of the foundation of this teaching of theology of the body but i mean at the end of the day it's coming it's coming out of the scriptures, right? It's, it's coming from mm-hmm. it's coming from what our, our Lord said in the Gospels that we just read, and then um, and and church and church history. You know, that's stuff um, that's that's always been there, right? In, in a Christian yeah. understanding of sure. the value of the body, the value of, of people. Yeah, and and what I know that I remember Jackson mm-hmm. having conversations with you about this years ago, really. Yeah, um, and I remember gleaning from those conversations i what i thought i was understanding was that this theology of the body was really helping you personally yeah is that that accurate yeah profoundly and and could you how did it help you yeah well um first of all i think i I think it was it was one of the first times i had heard the the christian idea of human dignity yeah. Just, just to, just so for those who may be listening for the first time, Jackson mm-hmm. is a convert to, yes. to as a as a Catholic Christian. Yeah, and he had not been in church. Uh, he he had he had basically not been churched at all. Yeah, um, and he came out of a, a a secular kind of rock and roll pop music. I don't know. You were a touring musician. Yeah, yeah. You sure. had a band. You were you know kind of 
just living a kind of wild pagan life, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, sure. That's, <laughs> yeah. What, that's how we met. Yeah. And, uh, and you were touched by the Lord in a praise and worship event that we have yeah. at our local church. And, and, and you kept coming and so on and so forth. And you started to, and then eventually you just, you thought you wanted to give your life to the Lord and become a Catholic. Yeah. And right. I was very honored to, to be there for that and sponsor you in the Catholic church. So, yeah. so you're coming from a, from a very outside perspective so to speak from yeah. originally and, and 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 during that season which was several years i you know a couple of years at least um you were going through the the, the theology of the body was helping you i do remember that yeah and definitely. so yeah definitely, so definitely. yeah and for me i mean i think you're you're exactly right i know you know my my history well but so i, I would say most of um most of my philosophy was just stuff that um you know, my outlook on everything had just been stuff that I gained from, um, you know, my, my world, my, my worldly experience and, and more of a, you know, um, the education I received in secular schools and all that. Um, I had never, I had never heard any sort of teaching, uh, like this, that, uh, that held, that held, you know, the human person to such dignity and with such respect and with, um, reverence and, um, and, and why it was so Im important to care, to care for one another. You know, I never heard, um, the, the Christian explanation of that. Um, and that's sort of, you know, and this is, and again, this is something that's coming right out of the scriptures, you know, um, like, like Jesus had said in the, in the, in the last passage we read, right. That this is, this is my commandment to love one another as I have loved you. You know, that that was, right. that was really at the heart of it. And, and the great commandment, which I know, um, Jeff and I have, uh, personally talked, talked about a lot and, and we've, and we've, we've read this scripture on the show, I think in the past couple of weeks, even. Yep. I think um, so. yeah. And we uh, sang a song about it on Monday. You're right. <laughs> that, you know, that, uh, when Jesus is asked, right, what is, what is the, the greatest commandment? Uh, and he says the, the, the first is just to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength, and in, in mind, and in mind. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. Right, right. And that, and I, I know that you know Jeff and I personally have talked about how in you know intrinsically linked those two are. Right, this love, yes. love of God, and yes. then love of neighbor. You know, which I think yes. really gets at the heart of the theology of the body. I think when it gets thrown around, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's often brought back to to. Um, the the church's teaching on on sexuality and um mm -hmm. on how men and uh women relate to each other and are really yes this beautiful um image mm -hmm. of 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 looking looking at ourselves and seeing seeing how complementary we are right and seeing the beauty in that and how right um seeing god's plan for the person in each one of us right and that really that is a big that is a huge part of the theology of the body it's beautiful um, beautiful but it's yeah. and, and it's also but you know and it's it's also important to remember it's 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 just about the the value in general right and about the dignity of of the other person and how how it really is at the at the crux of life um yes to make sure that you're that you are taking care of the ones around you Yes, yeah. and, and I, I, you know, if I may say, Jackson, we're yeah. very well put, and thank you for articulating yeah. that. That was really helpful to me, and you know, um, I'm sure definitely to the listener. Uh, I hope so. 
a thought comes to my own mind is is the importance of, of and I think you've touched on it a little bit, but um, of self-respect. Mm. You know, yeah. respect of our own body. Yeah, right. It's because because the the the, the scriptures also read that, that we are the temple of god yes right that the holy spirit can dwell inside of us and we're the actual temple of the holy spirit and the holy spirit is god and we as christians believe that god is is uh the father the son and the holy spirit people say well wait a minute well you're saying god is one and that you believe that god is the father the son and the holy spirit and, and i would say to them yes what i'm saying to you is god is one and God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Actually, that yes, that is yeah. what we're saying. <laughs> Just to clarify. Yeah. People say, well, that's three. I say, well, you know, try to put, try to plug in your toaster and tell me how many prongs goes into that electrical outlet. There's three. But there's one electricity. Yeah. There's one power. Yeah. Do I understand it fully? I don't need to understand it. Sure. Jesus said it. I know that I can trust Jesus. Yep. I trust Jesus. Jesus, I trust in you. And yep. I do trust in you, Jesus. And I yes. thank you, Jesus, for everything. Thank, thank you, you for everything you have given me. And I love Jesus. I must say, I love Jesus so much. Yes. And I love his mother. I love his mother, Mary. Um, and, and we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And uh, and as G as Jackson has pointed out, you know, mm -hmm. this is a very good example in the scripture where Jesus comes back in physical form. He eats mm -hmm. fish. He eats a fish or eats fish. I'm not sure if he eats yeah. a fish or a yeah. several fish or whatever, but he eats fish. He mm -hmm. eats food. And he, he invites them to touch him. Mm -hmm. He's touchable. He's got flesh and bones, as, he yes. has, as, as we know. He doesn't come back as a, as a, as a ghost. It's not the ghost of Jesus that came back. It's the body of Jesus that came back. And he still had the wounds. Yeah. You know, the scars and the wounds that, that he had suffered. That's interesting as well. It is. It's interesting that he didn't, you know, that's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, what, what what does that mean? I don't know. But it's just interesting. I mean, he came back with his wounds. Yeah. I mean, will Jesus live in eternity with these wounds? Yeah. There, uh, yeah, there's... Very likely, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if he came back like that, that it's probably he's always going to have holes in his hands like or you know yeah i don't know yeah no it could yeah be. That, that, it's yeah it's funny that you say that too jeff because i mean this is um you know not, i mean nothing set in stone but there's been interesting uh, re reflections um from the saints on the idea that what what will the martyrs wounds look like in heaven oh that's interesting isn't that beautiful in, in a way i mean what would yeah. it's like this sort of um uh, trophy right for the people that have given mm. given their lives for Christ um, yep. that that perhaps you know just as their savior right bears these wounds um, up when he when he rises of, of what these saints that have given them their lives up for Jesus yeah. uh, will look like in their glorified bodies yes you know, idea right very very interesting yeah. yeah it's very interesting um this is really i mean there's so much food for thought here mm -hmm. another thought i think that we need to mention i do feel led to mention jackson from this uh scripture is is i'd like to reflect and perhaps find the actual sighting of uh what jesus asked us to do he's or he's asking the apostles to do in this in this uh biblical passage and he's asking them to proclaim i think that's the word that's used to proclaim repentance and forgiveness of sins isn't that right in there 
I thought I heard yes. you read that. Yes, yes, yes. Can you find that? Sure, I see it right here. Okay. And and this this begins on a really important note too. Okay, so great. Verse verse forty five. Okay, of of what chapter? Of, in case someone just tuned in. Sure, sure. Luke twenty four, verses forty five. Okay. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, "Thus it is written." that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all of the nations, beginning with Jerusalem. Well, there it is. I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty clear what, what we're called to do as, as followers of Christ. Proclamation of forgiveness of sins and... Um, Repentance, repentance, mm-hmm. and forgiveness of sins. So, yep. forgiveness of sins comes through repentance. I think this is an important point. Yes. Jesus came, according to our scripture, he came, he died for sinners. But sinners must ask forgiveness. You know, we must repent. And uh, and people might think, well, you know, I don't feel comfortable proclaiming that. Well, you know what? That's not love. It's love to let people know you can be forgiven. Hmm. I mean, this is a loving thing to do. Say, hey, listen, man, you can—you don't have to feel guilty. You can be forgiven. You can be forgiven now. Jesus died for you, and yeah. his blood is sufficient to wipe out all of all of the things that you did against the Lord, or that you did that you did incorrectly. You know, the, all those sins. Yep, it's amazing. That's love. Yep, it's love to proclaim this because that's love. That is love. That is love of neighbor. Yep. To, to to let people know that you don't you don't have to walk around in in, in in shame you don't have to work you don't have to walk around in in um with your head down yeah you ha- you ha- can has you can start all over again Jesus is is waiting and I remember reading a scripture not long ago in one of our programs about how how the, all the angels have a rejoice uh, rejoice yeah. i was gonna say have a party in yeah heaven, sure but I, think, I think that's more accurate <laughs> i think that's more accurate rejoice is a more accurate biblical well, yeah, the, yeah. word right there yep they're going to rejoice in heaven over the one mm. who returns yes rather than the 99 that you know don't need to repent yeah and did not stray you're and, right jeff yeah you know i mean so if you're a sinner you know you're mm. you're in good hands you're in good shape because because yes. they they can't wait for you to say i'm sorry they, they're looking forward to it so you can do that right now if you're listening right now and you have something that you feel that you have need forgiveness for you can you can you can go to the lord mm. and ask for forgiveness yes. and uh and you can go to him and just say jesus father I don't understand. Maybe you don't even understand. Or Father, if you're out there, maybe you don't have faith or have some faith or you're not sure. You say, Father, if you're out there, I'm sorry for my sins. And you can reach out and just be yourself, you know, because that's that's called humility. Just you don't have to pretend God knows everything anyways, right? So you can reach out to the Lord and you can gain forgiveness of your of your, of you can gain forgiveness now we have a gift in the catholic church called confession not all christian faiths have confession but we have some we call that a sacrament Mm -hmm. and and uh, i have found that it has a special place in my life Mm -hmm. there's something anointed and powerful about confession first of all it, it, it i mean just simply it takes a lot now some some of my protestant brother and sisters brothers and sisters and i really mean that i mean they're they are my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the best way like 
some of my best friends are Protestant. And some of them have what they would call accountability partners, mm-hmm. which is kind of like they confess to one another, which is what the scripture reads, by the way. Yeah. It says, confess your sins to one, one another. another. That yeah. is what the Bible reads. Sure. So in the Catholic faith, we, we confess to a priest. And um, uh, I asked the Lord to show me who to confess to, and and and, uh, and he did. And, and, I, and I decided I can trust the Lord I can't trust man, but I can trust God. That's mm. in the Bible too. And I can go to confession. I hadn't gone for years. And let me tell you, every time I go to confession, every single time, I cannot believe the freedom I feel afterwards and the, the liberty and the and the blessings that flow. Yep. Do you, is this? Oh, I totally confirm that. Yep. Every, every single time. And I think I've also noticed um, that the more regularly I, I make it a point um to do that you know and and i think a large part of this is is really reflecting on it right that i take that i take the time to um really really reflect on where where i'm falling short and where i'm missing the mark and um and gather you know gather these things that i really want to give up to the lord and make it a point to 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 talk to talk about this and 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 ask for his help i have I, I've experienced incredible fruits from from doing that, um, and I think there's something about you know I, I, I say regularly too. I mean, I think it's really important to to make sure that we're we're constantly doing this and and talking to the Lord the Lord directly, you know, and asking for forgiveness on on a daily basis and really re- re- and reflecting right on on um, you know, even the stuff that day where we've fallen short and and we need to we need to turn back to the lord um but i gotta say the the seasons in my life where i've made confession a more regular practice um i've seen everything else get in order yeah right? i know like, you and i have talked about that Jeff. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure um that it's like i mean the lord one of the one of the many blessings is you know it's just i, I think at the end of the day when you're when you're right with the lord you know, when you get when you get your life together with the Lord, everything else is affected. Uh, yes, it's supernatural. Yes, yeah. And we 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 are fighting a battle not mm-hmm. against flesh and blood, according to the scriptures. We're fighting yes. against principalities and powers, demonic forces, um, temptations, and so on. And and the grace that comes through confession is so powerful, and the Eucharist, of course, the Eucharist as well. Yeah, you know, and and there's so many things that we really have treasures in our in our Catholic faith. A rosary is such a huge help and powerful prayer. Yes. Um, so, you know, we have uh, lined up here. He will guide you home, and I think it's such a fitting fitting story song by yeah. Ron and Barry of the Amp Shop and Music Parlor, which is one of my favorite places in the world up in West Palm Beach, Florida. This is He Will Guide You Home by Ron and Barry. Cell phones ring, stand in line, so much to do, so little time. Where once was peace, now there's a void, there's too much noise, and now your joy, it fades away, bit by bit, cloud your mind and you forget. 
that there's a place where you can go. Give him a chance, he'll guide you home. Close your eyes, bow your head, get on your knees beside your bed. Just find a place. Take the time to be still and clear your mind. Then release the doubt and fear. He will whisper in your ear, and you will know you're not alone. Hear his voice. He'll guide you home. When the road that you've been shown takes you to a place unknown, upon His grace you can depend. No matter where, no matter when, Jesus is near. He never fails. Let fear subside. Let peace prevail. Let His strength restore your soul. Feel His love. He'll guide you home. Rise to your feet. Lift your voice. Praise His name. You have a choice. Trust the one you've always known. Talk to God; He'll guide you home. He'll guide you home. And that is true. He will guide you home. Thank you for listening to. Praise You, Lord, episode number 122. That was Ron and Barry from West Palm Beach. Good friends of the program. Beautiful song. Jackson Messick in the studio with me doing What Did Jesus Say? Part 2. Thanks, Jackson. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Great insight today, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Michael Lopez helping out today. Thank you, Michael. And thank you, Praise You, Lord, um, community out there for praying for us we thank you so much so god bless you and your family until next time and happy our lady of fatima day until next time god bless you and your families and most of all praise you lord